0: She asked the manager, Henry, she said, are there any jobs available? Well, Henry said, well, I I, I have a position for a lemon picker. She said, it sounds like a great job. I'll take it. He said, well, wait a minute. And, And he began to talk to her. He talked to her about her education. He talked to her about her previous jobs. And he said, now listen, you are far too qualified for this job. And she said, well, I still would like it. I think I'd be very good at it. He said, do you have any experience picking lemons? And she said, well, I've been divorced three times. Mm. Well, that's not good. What a very negative view on life. Can I tell you this morning, God wants us to have a positive view about life. Amen. We don't need to always be picking lemons. Amen. And if you do get a lemon, just make some lemonade. All right? Uh, Sometimes, I want to talk to you today about I will still praise him. Say that with me. I will still praise him. Well, Pastor, what do you mean? I mean, I don't care what you're going through, what you go through, what you experience. If you determine today... I will still praise Him. See, sometimes we say, well, I'll praise Him if. I'll praise Him if everything goes my way. I'll praise Him if my kids always act right. I'll praise Him if my marriage is good. I'll praise Him when I've got money in my pocket. Listen, you need to determine today I'm still going to praise Him. Doesn't matter what happens, doesn't matter what comes and goes, because I'm telling you, there's some ugly stuff happening, there's some bad stuff coming, and we've got to determine today, I'm still going to praise Him. So we're we're in the book of Habakkuk today, Habakkuk chapter 3, and we're going to look at a terrible vision. We're we're, going to look at a bad report. I'm telling you, this was rough. Uh, sometimes when you look at the future, uh, we've, we've, we've been talking about uh, in Wednesday night, Hosea, uh, different ones. And man, there were some very negative prophecies. Uh, and we said, why can't we have something more positive? Well, here's the deal the Lord knows our future, and there's some good things going to happen, and there's some bad things going to happen. But we just want to say, well, Lord, Lord, just tell me the good things. No, what we got to determine is, Lord, no matter if the report is good or bad, I'm still going to praise you. If I go to the doctor and the report's good, I'm going to praise you. If the report's bad, I'm going to praise you. I'm going to praise you regardless of my situation, my circumstance. Let's look this morning, Habakkuk chapter 3, and uh, let's read verse 17 through verse 19. I'm reading uh, in the New Living. Though the fig tree does not bud, and there's no grapes on the vines. Though the olive crop fails, and the fields produce no food. Though there are no sheep in the pen, and no cattle in the stalls, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in God. My Savior. The sovereign Lord is my strength. He makes my feet like the feet of a deer. He enables me to tread on the heights. Now, let's talk about this vision. Listen, it can get bad sometimes. There's bad reports, sometimes it can get ugly. The the, the fig tree and the vine are common symbols of prosperity. We love prosperity. And and the Lord said, I would that you prosper and be in health. But even in prosperity sometimes, we go through times of leanness. We go through times, amen, that's why it's important when times are good that we put back, that we save. He said, consider the ant. She works hard in the summer to prepare for the winter. So we know, amen, in construction, many of you are in construction, and you know that times sometimes get hard. It gets cold, it gets wet, it gets rainy, it gets off, and jobs slow down and things. And you know what? That's why when jobs are good, you got to prepare for when times are bad. Spiritually. We've got to prepare. We've got to stir up our faith and read the Word and put things in us so that when there's a drought, we have something to rely on. But when things begin to fail, when we see... This picture in Habakkuk of desolation and uh, a breakdown uh, of of, uh, prosperity and uh, the flocks and the herds cut off. And Back then, this was all signs of prosperity. The fruit, the vineyard, the cows, the the barns being filled. And here he said, all of this is going to fail. But I'm still going to praise the Lord. I'm going to praise him in the good times. I'm going to praise him in the bad times. Amen. When we see, amen, how that, uh, and, and we know it happened. In this instance, the Assyrians came in. The Egyptians, they cut. When the Assyrians and the Egyptians come in, they would cut down the fruit trees They and they invaded. Yet Habakkuk said, I'm unshaken in the confidence in God that no matter what, I'm still going to be okay. And I'm just going to have joy in my salvation. Can I tell you this morning, sometimes you may not have anything else to thank God for except your salvation. The crop may fail, the fig may uh, rot, the, 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 the stalls are empty, the bank account's empty, your health is down, your friends forsake you. And sometimes you just have to look up and say, Lord, thank God, amen, when everything else has failed me, you have never failed me, and I still am a child of God. I'm still on my way to heaven, regardless of what is happening right now. Well, let's just look at it. Let's just rewrite Habakkuk in today's terminology. Even though the economy collapses and we enter another Great Depression, and all of our savings and retirement accounts are wiped out, And though the government has gone into bankruptcy and no longer issues Social Security and SSI and disability and food stamps are cut off and jobs are no longer available and there's no indication that things will ever get any better. That's what he said. And though we've lost all of our homes and we have to live in the woods and eat roots and berries and sleep on the ground, Are you ready? Yet, we will rejoice. We have the Lord as our wonderful Savior. It's a modern day version of what Habakkuk said. The fig tree is barren. The berry vines are barren. The cattle, the, the stalls are empty. And I have nothing. We've lost it all. The job has run out. Savings is gone. I have no job. My health is waning. Yet, I will still praise the Lord. I will still rejoice in the God of my salvation. Listen, there are reasons to praise God even in the middle of your trials. Anybody can praise God when times are good. Anybody can say God is good when everything is going well. But it's when everything is falling apart and you've received a bad report and you've lost your job. And when it seems like relationships are failing, it's when you feel hopeless and you're down. That's the time, amen, your faith is tested and you've got to still be able to say God is good good. Job said it this way, naked I came into this world, naked I'll go out. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I'm still going to praise Him. Somebody say, I'm still going to praise Him. Why am I going to praise Him? Because of verse 18. See, we, we, we concentrate on all the bad news. We concentrate on the vine being empty. We concentrate on the money being cut off. We concentrate on the bank account being low. We concentrate on the bad news. Amen. But here's what we need to concentrate on. Verse number 18. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. Yet. In spite of. Even though. Right in the middle of. heard Jensen Franklin this morning say you're either a boater or you're a water walker. Either you're just riding around in the boat or you're somebody that gets out of the boat and walks on the water. I don't just want to be a boater. I want to be A listener, I want to hear God's voice in the midst of the storm saying, come, and I want to have enough faith, even when times are bad, amen, to say, it's all going to hell in a handbasket, as they say. Yet. Everybody say, yet. I'm still going to praise him. I'm still going to give Him glory. Why? Number one, because He is worthy of our praise. He has done so much, everything He has done. Amen. There's nothing that we go through here, amen, that can take away the fact that He is worthy to receive our praise. Because when all else is said and done, and let's say whatever we're going through takes us out, and we stand before God, And we hear those words, enter in, my good and faithful servant. Oh, we can say, Yet yeah, I'll praise him. Remember that guy? He showed up to Pearly Gates, and St. Peter said, Well, let me just ask you a question. Ha- have you ever done anything heroic? He said, Oh, yes. Yeah, he said, one time I I saw this big old mean biker dude beating up on this old lady and I stepped in. First thing I did, I kicked over his motorcycle. I went and kicked him in the shin. Peter said, well, when was that? He said, about two or three minutes ago. (laughs) Yet, I will praise him. Maybe the circumstance will take you out. But listen, if you know who you are in Jesus, if you're born again, as my mama said when she got diagnosed with cancer, what's the worst that could happen? I could go be with Jesus. You see, that's the attitude that we have no matter what happens in our life, yet I'm going to praise him because this is going to bring me that much closer to him we got to come and we got to understand that, that, that we see His hugeness and our smallness. We, instead of telling God about our problem, why don't we tell our problem about our God? Why don't we tell our problem, you, you, you seem big, but have you seen my God? Because we see His power in our weakness. The Bible says that in our weakness, His strength is made perfect. If you never experienced weakness, you would never understand his strength. I am weak, but he is strong. His glory, his majesty, his perfection, amen, our unworthiness, amen, right in the midst of everything, we see who he is, and we realize who we are, and we give him praise. Doesn't matter who you are doesn't matter if you're a head of state, a president, no matter what elevation you have in this world, when you stand beside a mountain, you realize your smallness. We understand that we're nothing, that He is everything and He has created everything around us. We understand that worship brings us before the Almighty. Amen. Worship amen, brings us into His presence. Worship lifts us up. Worship gives us gratitude. Even when we don't see God's hands of blessing, Amen. we still praise Him for what He has done. Has He ever blessed you? Has He ever done? Isn't it amazing? It, we, 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 uh, what's the word? We criticize the children of Israel a lot for how they acted, for how they God brought them out and how He blessed them and how He fed them with manna and gave them water, and then how the next day they would forget and they would complain, and then He would do another miracle, and then the next day they'd forget and complain. And we say, oh, that's just terrible, yet we do the same thing. God brings us through so many things, and we're grateful. We say, praise the Lord. And then the next time we go through a trial or tribulation, Amen. immediately we're back down, discouraged, Amen, depressed, and, oh, God, what am I going to do? You're going to do the same thing that you did last time. You're going to trust God. You're going to stand still and see His salvation, and you're going to say, yet I will praise Him. You see, worship is the correct response. To trouble, Woo, blessed be the Lord who loads us daily with benefits. Psalm said, "In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God concerning you. Everything, and we turn back in praise. Amen." It's because God has done such amazing things, and it's amazing. You know, you said sometimes we we, we said we saw the new king of England. Being crowned, and man, we see all those crowns and those jewels and all those. I mean, just it's just beyond what we can imagine, isn't it? The the worth of the crown jewels, and we have no trouble, you know, respecting those kind of things. We have no trouble uh, giving people praise for great feats and. We have no problem looking at spectacular things. John and Amy just got back from from Alaska. and I mean, they they saw some of the most beautiful things. I mean, God's creation, it just blows your mind. And you have no problem looking at those things and going, wow, how majestic. But then sometimes we have trouble giving the one who created those majestic things the praise He deserves for creating. For creating those people that do those spectacular things. We can, can I tell you today, we don't do anything in our own. It's all about His grace and His ability and everything that He has done in our lives. And we've got to learn to give Him the praise. It's only right to worship. God doesn't want or need our praises. Amen. God deserves our praises. And he said that we are to give him the praise that is due unto his name. You don't go to the bank and say, hey, I, I want to I, I pay my house payment because I feel like it. No, you pay it because it's due. And if you don't, there's consequences. You see, our praise is due Regardless of what we're going through. See, because your house payments do whether you're happy or not. Whether, whether people's acting right or not, whether you're doing good, uh, regardless of your health, regardless uh, of any situation, it's due. And I tell you, praise is due regardless of how we feel. Amen? What is praise? Praise. Praise is to speak well of. It's to glorify. It it is to ascribe. It it is to give. It is to magnify. We we, we sang a while ago. I give you the glory. See, that's praise. We we ascribe beauty and glory and power and we 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 lift it up. We, We give it not because we're worthy but because he's worthy. All through Psalms, we see David lifting up a praise and praising the Lord. And there's about five words here I want to tell you about in Hebrew for Psalms. Tehilliah is a laudation by him. It's to praise. It's when you sing us a a hymn, a praise. As we're singing earlier, we're we're given a tehillah, and we're given zamar, which is to touch. You you get in his presence, and you want to reach out and do what? touch Him. You want to feel His presence. You want to give Him a praise. You want to feel that touch. You give Him a halal, which is to shine or to boast or to celebrate clamorously. Sometimes when you praise God, He wants you to do it with a halal. Sometimes you do it very quietly and very reverently, but other times you need to do it very boastfully and clamorously. You do it with a tadao to extend the hand. Somebody says A lot of times people say, why do, you, why do you lift your hands when you worship? Well, it's a sign of surrender. It's a sign of giving back to the Lord what He's given you. But simply in Hebrew, to die is to extend the hand in worship, to adore. When you lift your hand, you're adoring, magnifying, exalting. Shabbat, to address with a loud voice. Or Barak, to kneel and to bless God. All of those things you can do in worship, in every posture, every way. Quietly, loudly, with, with lifted hands, with, with clapped hands. There's so many ways that we praise, Amen, but yet in the right in the middle of your trouble, Amen, you need to say, Lord, I, I don't feel it. I, I, I don't want to do it, but I'm gonna give you a loud, clamorous, boisterous, adoring worship, not because of me, but because of you. Amen. Praise is a joyful experience of coming to God in His presence and worshiping and touching Him. Oh, but it's also about Him touching you. As you get in worship, you're lifting your hand upward, but He's reaching His hand downward, outward, because He's in our presence. Psalms 34, David said, I'll bless the Lord. Sometimes. Huh? Oh, I will bless the Lord at all times. See, we like to just do it sometimes. No, no, no. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Listen, we need to always be praising God. Good times, bad times, up, down, off, on. Amen. I we should have a praise in our heart. Amen? What are the results of praising God? What is the result uh, 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 of giving God a praise in the midst of our trials? What are, are the results? Don't you like results? See, if I'm going to do something, what am I going to get out of it? So if, if I'm going to praise God in the midst of my trial, in the midst of my trouble, when, when my barns are empty and my stalls are empty and my vines are empty, if I'm going to yet I'm going to praise God in the midst of my trouble, what am I going to get? Well, number one, the Bible says we obtain strength from God. Habakkuk, Habakkuk said he finds strength in God. The Amplified Version said the Lord God is my strength, my source of courage, my invincible army. The Hebrew word uh, kail means a force, or an army, or a wealth, or virtue, or valor, or strength. It's translated might, power, strength, and valor. Wow. My praise, when I praise God in the midst of my trouble, brings me strength. It's like a force on the inside. It brings me might. Well, the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy and to take your strength to make you weak. But in the middle of it, you lift up a praise to God. The devil says, okay, look here, I'm going to do this to them. I'm going to knock them down. I'll take the praise right out of them. And right in the midst of your worst battle, you lift your hands uh, and you say, praise the Lord. And it brings strength and valor and might. And it brings an army to your aid. Praise changes things. It gives us... Leviticus 26, 8 tells us that he says, Five of you will chase a hundred, and a hundred of you shall chase ten thousand, and your enemies shall fail before you. It gives us spiritual flexibility. Anybody need flexibility? You know, the older we get, the more we need to stretch, don't we? Our flexibility seems to not be as much. I mean, you know, my shoulder sometimes bad because uh, when I was young, I could lift my hand all the way here, but now I can only lift it this high. You'll get that on the way home. You'll go, wait a minute. Listen. It's important that we stretch our muscles and our tendons and our nerves and all that we stretch. But it's also important that we stretch our faith. It's also important that we stretch, Amen. Our our, our mind that we stretch all our our, uh, education. I mean, our mind. We gotta come on. Stretching's not easy, is it? It hurts, but the benefits. And that's what trouble does sometimes. It stretches us. It gives us spiritual flexibility he said that he would make our feet as hinds feet or as deer feet. it would be nimble and active and steady, skillful in climbing. you ever seen those animals those 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 uh the, the, the hinds yeah and the the, the 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 little deer and the the, the goat mountain goats and all that I'm the little they, they they can climb a, a straight up mountain. They're little be ledges, their, their little feet can go on. Their flexibility, their, their, their agility, their, it's just in them. And God puts it in us when there's a mountain before us and others are complaining and others are trying to figure out a way around it. God said, I'll just give you the flexibility to climb it. There's no mountain big enough that with God's help we can't climb it. Amen? He gives us that flexibility. And when we do climb it, when we do climb over our situation, the devil puts all this junk in front of us, and then we climb to the top of it, and man, what a view. Sometimes you just need to say, devil, thank you for putting all that in front of me. I climbed it, and man, I got a good view. Of what God wants to do and where God has taken me, if I hadn't had to climb that mountain, I wouldn't have known I had the strength. That strength builds every climb, ever that hiking. Pastor Marcelo loves to hike, and Pastor's always telling me about how we're gonna go to Virginia and hike though. And and what he don't know is I'm not going. I let him tell me about it. I'm gonna read his book when it comes out. All of that, he talks about going out there and taking those sardines and how they have to hide them because the bear can smell them and they'll come after you. And I'm not going out there with no bear, with a can of sardines. But I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to root him on. I'm going to cheer him on, and I'm going to look at the pictures. There's a whole lot of you the same way. You're like, Lord, let let, let somebody else do it. But there's some mountains only you can climb. There's some hikes only you can do. There's some miles that only you can trod. But when you do, it's worth it. Amen? And when we do, we achieve high places. He said, He enables me to tread on heights. Don't you want to go to a new height? Aren't you tired of living low? Aren't you tired of living below your ability, below your potential, below your God-given right? But you know what? Sometimes, amen, while, while your other people are trying to figure out a way around it and a way under it, amen, somebody's just got to say, you know what? I'm going to climb this thing. I can do it with God's help. There's some heights, some places that you can't reach without just God Isaiah 40 said, But they that wait on the Lord, He shall renew their strength. They'll mount up with wings as eagles, run and not be weary, walk and not faint. He said in Psalm, Who shall ascend until the heel of the Lord? And who shall stand in His holy place? He who has clean hands and a pure heart. We just sang that a while ago. Give us clean hands and give us a pure heart. Because when we do... I'm telling you, we can ascend to a higher place, above this world's trouble, and we can give God a praise. When others are griping and complaining and fussing, we're praising. Amen? Thank you, Jesus. Father sat down with his son one day, and it's at bedtime, and he got down to pray, and they said the usual words and they prayed their usual goodnight prayer and Dad ended it by saying in Jesus' name, Amen. The boy looked up at him and he said, Daddy, how high did we pray? Do you think God heard our prayer? Have you ever thought that? How high did my prayer get? You ever prayed and felt like it just got about ceiling high? <laughs> felt like it didn't hardly get much above your head. Of course, the father told his son, Yes, God hears every prayer, He hears every word, and that's true. But that night when he laid down, he thought to himself, How high did my prayer go? You know, sometimes. The Bible says the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Sometimes prayer is easy. And sometimes prayer just flows. And sometimes we feel like prayer just soars. Other times prayer is hard. And it doesn't seem like it goes very high. But can I tell you, God still hears it. And God still answers it. Because God doesn't move on how I feel. Amen. God moves on how He feels. And He feels good all the time. He's faithful all the time. And He receives our praise. And I'm telling you, right in the midst of your trouble, if you'll lift up a prayer, it'll soar to the heights of God's heaven. He hears it. He'll answer it. God is good. Second Chronicles said, And their voice was heard, and their prayer came up to His holy dwelling place, even to heaven. I'm telling you today, your prayer, your praise, your adoration, your exaltation has reached heaven. And God hears it, and He's responding to it, and He's honoring it and he loves it, and he's receiving it, and the Bible says he inhabits it, and he lives in it, and he is moving on your behalf. Can I get a big amen? Somebody shout, yes, Lord. Lord. Say yet. I'll praise you. Are you in the middle of a battle this morning? Are you in the middle of a trial Are you going, you know what, with with Jacob and Morgan and all that, I mean, we've been going through little stuff that we don't like, and we've been seeing God move. You go through things. Brother Dale has been going through things, but he's coming up. Many of you have suffered some things, but you're coming up. Many of you, amen, have got bad reports, but then seen the Lord turn it around and give you a good report. And through it all, we praise Him. I want you to determine today, whatever you're going through, in spite of it. You see, I can't praise Him for you. I can only praise Him for me. But I want you today, as we stand to our feet, as we worship, what battle are you going through? Is it financial? Is it physical? Is it emotional? Is it family? Is it marriage? Our country's going through a mess. What battle are we fighting today? What has got you down? What's tried to steal the praise out of your mouth? What has tried to steal the joy out of your heart? What is trying to steal the joy of your salvation? I'm telling you, we shouldn't let anything steal our joy. Today, let's determine. Yet, I will praise Him. Devil, you threw your best at me. I'm still going to praise Him. I'm still going to give Him honor. I'm still going to love Him. I'm still going to exalt Him. And I'm going to rejoice in the God of my salvation. Father, today, we say thank you. Father, I thank you that you're good when I'm not. You're worthy when I feel unworthy. You're great when I am so small and low. Today I determine no matter what I'm going through, yet I'm going to praise you. If my stalls are full, I'll praise you. If they're empty, I'll praise you. If my bank accounts fall, I'll praise you. If it's empty, I'll praise you. When I'm healthy, I'll praise you. But when I'm sick, I'll praise you. I just determined today, regardless, I'll praise you. And as I lift up a praise, your glory comes down to give me new strength, new joy new peace, new power, new love. What the enemy means for bad, you're going to work it for my good. Come on, just take a minute to just tell the Lord what you've been going through this week, where you're at, where your heart's at, what struggles you're struggling with, Come on, tell him about your fears and your worries, your anxiety. Tell him about your failures and your sin. Ask him to forgive you. Come on, pour your heart out to him this morning. I just raised a hallelujah right in the midst of it.
1: I raise a hallelujah. I feel like saying oh me, but I say hallelujah. I raise a hallelujah. I you lost your hold on me, and I'm gonna sing in the middle.
0: Come on, sing it a little louder.
1: Lift up your praise a little louder. Lift up your hallelujah. calls you to become strong.
0: you're here this morning and you say, Pastor, man, I've been going through a tough battle. But this morning I want to sing a little louder right in the middle of my storm. Maybe you're here this morning and part of that storm going on in the inside of you is a struggle. And your relationship with God, God's calling you to something greater, something higher, something deeper. He's calling you to be a child of God, a servant of God. Maybe you're here this morning, you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Never confessed your sin and asked Him to forgive you. Maybe you're in this building, you're watching me online. This morning God wants to step into your life. He wants to be your strength. He wants to help you sing in the middle of your storm. What the enemy meant to defeat you, he wants to use to strengthen you. He has a purpose and a plan for your life. He gave his life for you that you can spend eternity in heaven with him. Would you say this with me? Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I believe that you are God's son, that you died on the cross for my sins. I confess today, I'm a sinner I've failed I've sinned I've lived for my own desires and plans but today I give my life to Jesus Jesus come into my life be my Lord be my Savior be my friend Jesus forgive me. All of my sins, all of my past, today I give my life to you. And I ask you to lead me, guide me, direct me. Give me a praise right in the middle of my biggest battle. I will praise you. Jesus, thank you. Father, today I thank you for those that have made a declaration of faith. Faith in Christ Jesus. I thank you, Lord, as they've confessed their sin. Their sins are erased. Their sins are washed away. They are new creations in Christ Jesus. They're not the same. They're new. And, Lord, you're going to bless them and give them favor and teach them and let them walk with you, and you're going to walk with them. I pray today every person in this room and every person watching Right in the middle of a battle, when the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy, and discourage, I pray today that they'll make this declaration. Say it with me. Yet, I will praise Him. Father, let that be our cry this week. Whatever comes up, whatever happens, that would make us want to fuss. Instead of cursing, let us bless. Let us praise. Instead of speaking words of negative and down and discouragement, let us speak life and hope and joy. Father, yet we will praise you and thank you in Jesus' name. Everybody shout a big amen.